the Everyman Podcast. Podcast, baby. Everyman. The Everyman. And look, we may have spoken too soon. Maybe, maybe we haven't. Maybe we haven't survived the. Who knows? But I'll tell you what. We're here. We're still here. We're still here. We're positive. We're having a great day. Always. It's another Wednesday, which means. Only one thing, it is another episode of the Everyman Podcast. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, today's a special day. It's Veterans Day. Oh! And uh, here in the United States, the Estados Unidos. I always I always liked saying that, Estados Unidos. That feels like a fun way to say United States. Dude, your accent is fucking awesome, though. Estados yeah. Unidos. Estados Unidos. Yeah, I used to do a good impression of the guy <laughs> on the Spanish CD in class there. Um... But, uh, yes, today in the United States is uh, Veterans Day. It's a day that we celebrate and uh, honor our veterans here Mm -hmm. in the various branches of our military. And, um, you know, from the bottom of my heart, you know, I appreciate and thank all our veterans who serve, uh, who who have served, you know, who are serving currently. Uh, active duty, you know, we've got listeners, got got good friends, shout out to uh, Thodor, my brother there, and, um, you know, Eric, my man over at Easy Accuracy, um, you know, we've kind of hit on this before, uh, you know, the sacrifice of service is really so, guys like you and I, we don't, we don't have to serve, you know, there were times in history where, you know, all able-bodied men had to fight for their military, you know, actively. And uh, there was great casualties. And we talked a few weeks ago about how, you know, I was up in the mountains of Pennsylvania and I saw that, you know, to our sons and and brothers who never returned. And it was like the whole town, you know, and uh, just just in World War II. So, you know, they they allow us the freedom to to pursue these other things we love in life, uh, you know, have families and, you know, get to get to smoke meat on the grill and, you know, have a good time. So that's really what that, that sacrifice means to me uh, on top of the obvious, um, you know, uh, you know, not to be cliche, but they say, you know, um, some sacrifice, all, all sacrifice some, you know, and, oh, yeah. uh, everybody that's involved, whether you're, you know, a spouse of a service member, uh, or a veteran or, uh, you know, mother, father, brother, sister, cousin, uh, lover, whatever, um, you know, you're a part of that too. And we, we thank you as well. And, uh, it's just, it's a cool day, man. So if you see you, you guys are out and about, you know, you're going to the Wawa's we call it here. You see, you see a member, uh, you know, uh, the military service or guy with a veterans, uh, four Morris hat mm-hmm. on, you know, just thank them for the service. You know thank what they'll them, say? Man. They'll say, I appreciate your support. It's very yeah. cool. And you both got to celebrate. You got to celebrate it. Yeah. Got to celebrate. Kind of makes me think about my dad. My dad is, uh, he, um, he served in, 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 in Vietnam and he used to tell me all the time, listen, <clears throat> I went down there and did what I had to do so everybody can enjoy freedoms, but especially so my son wouldn't have to go through this shit later down the line. So, um, big ups to your dad. And, you know, again, for all the, 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 the women and the men and women out there that, that serve, I mean, when you go in to sacrifice your life like that and then you make it back, you don't make it back up. Look, that's that's 
it's even in a good bed. It's, it's it's even in the good book, man. You can't, you know what? I forget what the the actual verse is, but you know that's that's just like a. It's 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 the biggest statement of love you can do when you lay down your 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 life for you know other people. So, nothing nothing gets bigger than that, man. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. And you know we were we were talking a little bit before the pod, and uh, we were talking about you know people we know personally that have served. Um, you know, and you just nailed it right there. You know, that idea that, so you don't have to, that's that sacrifice, you know? Um, but anyway, we, we were talking about some notable individuals. <laughs> who yeah. served. And there's a couple names that kind of really popped, uh, into my head there. And, um, I mean, the first one, obviously, I mean, Elvis Presley. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's about as big as it gets. And, uh, let me tell you something about Elvis Presley. Okay. Cool thing about Elvis Presley, he's the only man, I would assume woman or child as well could be thrown in that category, who's ever <laughs> met the president in the Oval Office while he had his own handgun on him. Yeah. Because he was a sheriff. Yeah. And they were like, Elvis, listen, you can't take your gun into the Oval Office. And he said, let me tell you something, I'm not, I'm the king. I'm the king. I'm not going nowhere without my gun. Hips don't lie. And that was that. <laughs> That's it. All right. And interesting enough on the on the thought of Elvis Presley, how far we've come where he was the most bodacious, outrageous, outlandish, disgusting, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think he would think of, uh, like, Cardi B? You think he'd be, I bet you he'd be proud. Probably. Do you think he? Do you think he learned how to dance like that? Get all those moves, all that 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 hip fluidity in the service. You think he? You think he got all that from? Uh, the I'll service? tell you what. I bet you it helped. I agree. I bet he. Agree. I bet he <clears throat> helped perfect those hip movements in and out of service. In and out of service. In and out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's really got a. a it's kind of like, you know, in, in music, I always talk, talk about, like, the, the family tree of, right. you know, Rush to Dream Theater to Between the Barry to Me. Mm-hmm. You kind of have, like, the family tree of, you know, you know. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And you could kind of, you could kind of he's kind of like the top of that tree. So anything you have a problem with, really, hey. I mean, he was first. So take it up with uh, the big man Elvis. Straight off the vine, <clears throat> as it were. As it were. Uh, Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a badass. I can, I can see that wholeheartedly. Prisoner, serviceman, songwriter. He's the man. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Morgan Freeman. Didn't know that. He was, was, he, he was in the like Air Force. A little bit, and then he like, well, well, he did it for like a few years, and then he was like, well... It wasn't what I thought it was, and then kind of like honorably got discharged or some stuff like that. Uh, yeah, basically, it sounds like he uh, he got in there in 1955. Holy shit! Jesus, dude, what a man! And uh, it turns out flying a plane isn't what he thought it was going to be like. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You got to be a true madman to do that. And How then, tall is he though? Uh, who knows, man? It's, it's too old for me to do math in my head. But mm. think about that, like, you're getting into a jet, a jet engine, which is yeah. just like, you're just controlling explosions. 
you're sitting on a bomb that flies and then you're going to add to it like munitions and uh oh yeah rockets other people that want to shoot you that is some shit that is a special breed right there you know what i mean yeah i would take it like i'd take a fighter pilot in my uh foxhole any day any day because they're probably they're they're loco as you would say um morgan freeman was tall though no, they're all he's, fucking he's short, really dude. Tall. All those celebs, like all those actors, like Tom, Tom Cruise is like four foot six. Mel Gibson's like five one. Um, I mean, he's obviously Tom Cruise is obviously not four foot six, but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's no bigger than five five. I guarantee you that. All those fellas yeah. are tiny, you know, slight little little Super slender tiny, slender boys, you know. But we, we see him up on the, the jet. Yeah, you can only be so high, so tall. I think with the, yeah, with the uh, the cockpit, but yeah, I mean, really, come on, fighter jets, wow, <laughs> I love it. You know, and then we're gonna be getting into the space force stuff. You know, oh, yeah, space. Dude. Give dude. me one of them. Give me one of them jets that goes up into space, will you? <laughs> Let me get one of those. Space. Let's go. I want to start. I want to go up top and come all the way down. Maybe even into the water. I'd like an all-in-one. There we do. Trying there we to, do. You're trying to get to an all-in-one situation. Flight of the Navigator. Um, you know, Clint Eastwood, Korean War. Of course. Um, what a handsome young man he was. Mr. T. I can see it. But there is one. One man who stands one at man. the top of this list. What do you think? That what really, that really um, shook me to my core. Pregnant Who pause. Who is this man? Who is that man? Chuck Norris. Fucking right. Chuck motherfucking Norris. The and, man. And uh, I tell you what, I bet you he he was a handful. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking right. And again, probably why he's so elite. Is because uh, Invasion USA. Listen, you got Amazon Prime? Go watch Invasion USA. Tell me that's not a great fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Chuck Norris, bro. He's the king. He's the, he's the ass-kicking king. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, that concludes our, our little our little uh, tribute to kind of, uh, you know, actors and notables that you may know uh, who are surprising that served. And, uh, you know, you too could find that list by doing a very basic Google search that we did here. So uh, I don't mean basic. to present that like we just did some <laughs> a sort of grand, uh, grand bit there for you. But, nope. you know, that was, uh, that's, that's what that was. Full transparency. It took like two seconds. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. anybody can do that. Anyone. So, you know, I want to hit on a football note here because at this point, you know, I'm a very, very superstitious individual when it comes no? when it comes to football. Um, not not so so much superstitious and other things, but I'm very I stick to it like a a dedicated nun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pittsburgh Steelers eight no. Yeah, pretty wild. Eight no. And last. This week, you know, they beat Dallas, and the, the crazy thing is, the week, the, the, just like the Baltimore game, dude, they had to fucking scrap and fight all the way back, and god dang it, Big Ben, you are my hero. That mm-hmm. man, he has the will to win. Like, How the defense do, though? Oh, dude, 
handful. But that quarterback they had was was better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. Uh, I already forget his name. But uh, defense played good. Minka, fucking just an assassin. <laughs> How do I do? Dude, come on. Fucking top notch. I think he had... Um, I think he had at least one and a half sacks. Was just in there all the time. Yep. You know, just yep. constantly, constantly Harassing. pestering you. Harassment. Yeah. yeah. So you know, feeling feeling good about about my Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, you know now they're dealing with some COVID protocol shit. Big Ben's on the list. Not a big you know fan of that, but you know. They've got Cincinnati coming up here, which, you know, any given Sunday, of course. Um, Then they have the Jags, you know, again, any given Sunday. Ravens at home. I think that's on Thanksgiving. That's going to be tight. Mm -hmm. Washington football team. What a, what an organization. What the bills, bills are a tough ass team. And that looks like that's, that could be, for the first seed in the uh, conference by yeah. then. Yeah. Then you get the Bengals, Colts, and then you round it out with the Brownies. So, I mean, look, I'm not saying anything here. I think it's a great team. I think they've got a chance to have a really nice record. So that would be uh, cool. But you know what? I'm the kind of guy, I'm a team player. I only want one win. And you know what that win is? Number seven. Mm-hmm. I want to see another mm-hmm. ring. On Big yeah. Ben's beautiful hand. And Coach Tomlin, too. It's well manicured. How about Coach Tomlin, huh? What a man. What a guy. <laughs> Dude. I'd like to get him on this finished. pod. He would. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's too busy and too intense. And I, it would be. Oh, man. you imagine the fucking knowledge he'd, he, he'd, he'd, he would he'd throw at us? microphone. He'd so intense. Yeah. You think you're going to get a guy like that to keep a mask on? Come on. It's a fucking mm-hmm. stallion. In the words of Phil Jackson, you don't you don't put a saddle on a stallion. Mike Tomlin is a stallion. (laughs) He is. He's a man amongst men. He really is. That's the thing. That's crazy. It's like he's the fucking alpha dog. They all follow there, and you know it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no questions. Heart, and you know what, man? As much as I I have this rivalry (laughs) with the Ravens, John Harbaugh's like that too. He's a dog. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he he is a dog. But he's he's like he's like a players coach too, man. Like he just gets it. It's not, there's no like they were talking about you know, like maybe letting him go the year before last. I was like that would be the biggest fucking no, mistake. No, no fucking. They way. would never. That's like saying bye, Bill Bel- Bill Belichick. It's not gonna happen. There's some it's there's just, some coaches that should no. just have a lifer. Dude, Tomlin, Harbaugh, right. Belichick, Sean Belichick Payton. I think Sean Payton's. Sean Payton's probably in that category. If he if yep. he wants to be there, you should just let him be there. I can't see Payton anywhere else. I can't see it. Well, there's rumors he no. wanted to go to take you know Dallas for years, because um, he's from Texas. Maybe he'll be interested in Houston. Who knows? Yeah, but it, I, I can't I can't see him anywhere else, man. He's just you know just so so tied to that organization. Yeah, you know, and yep. and Drew Brees. Like I feel I feel like that whole thing is that that thing that existed with. Tom Brady and Belichick before, you know, Brady went his separate ways, just like that. They're going to be in tandem for however long before one or the other just says, hey, I'm 
I'm going to do something different. So what you're saying is Bill Belichick's going to be the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year? No. No. (laughs) Could you imagine? They're like, actually, you know what? I need to, I got to get out of here. I'm I'm tired of all of this. You know what the fucked up thing is? As great as Bruce Arians is, I guarantee you, whoever the owner of the Bucks is would be like, all right, let's go. You know, like they, they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't, uh, doubt, they would not doubt that for a moment. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Brady got fucking abused this last game, bro. yeah. Not a good look, fuck man. I'll tell you what, AB looks good in uh, I always like the Tampa colors. AB looks good in that red, it's a nice cherry dude, red, much better a- red a- than a- the will, Niners red, in my a- opinion. AB will look good in a in any uniform just as long as he keeps his fucking head on straight, you know. Seriously, he's had a year and a half too heal his feet yeah and his brain i don't know about that i saw i saw on his instagram the other day like he's like playing he's doing something somewhere in miami playing football running around he's like in his tights no shirt just dripping sweat he comes right off the feet like catches a touchdown runs off the field like hops into his like orange lamborghini and gets on instagram live and then he's driving shirtless dripping sweat, rapping, Instagramming. And I'm like, I don't think he's learned anything. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, w- well, I think they gave him, what, a couple weeks, a few weeks before he just kind of like self-spontaneously combusts from all the, the BS. We'll see. We'll see. He says I'm positive. He I'm stuff. hopeful for him. I, I just, I mean, that doesn't give me, you know, credence to say that he's going to be on the straight and narrow if he's running no, off a of field jumping Lamborghini and rapping while driving. <laughs> his his music videos were tight. Yeah, yeah. You should check them out. They're pretty good. I got I got to check out some of his YouTube performances. He's listen. He's he's uh, he's a talented young man, and uh, he's you know great uh, great talent be- comes with a lot of baggage sometimes. Sometimes mm. due to your personality, and it has nothing to do his... with talent. Is it worth it, though? Is it worth uh, it? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Because if he plays like he did his last year in Pittsburgh, yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. That, in a nutshell, is why the NFL is like such a beautiful concept. Because like, at the end of the day, there is a line. Mm-hmm. Just depends on how good you are. Yeah. And at a very rare moment in time, if your usefulness intersects with how difficult you are, that is when you're done. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And there's there's not many other things in life that are like that. At least yeah. that, you know, us normal folks are involved with. Yeah. Like, I think if Von Miller was an asshole or if Aaron Donald was an asshole, like, people would just continually deal with it because they're like, the best at the position. Right. Like, and the minute they're not. You know what I mean? Yep. <clears throat> Out of there. That's why, like, some guys just, the, you know, they don't last. They don't have the personality and they don't have the skills. It's like, well, shit. Can't... Or money, too. Or money. Like, if like if Joy Bosa ever decides, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a dick to everybody. Well, you know, the team's not going to say you're, you're gone, Joy Bosa. They're going to say, shit, we gave him $78 million. Mm, yeah, yes. we got to we got to deal with this for a little bit. <laughs> We're gonna have to. You better like this car for two years. I'll tell you that. You're gonna be upside down until year three. Yeah. Um, nah, dude, you're absolutely right. And uh, 
I don't know. It's just an interesting little analogy to life that, you know, yeah, people put up with you if you're talented. Mm -hmm. But the minute you slip back and you're still acting like a dick, you're done. Get your ass out of here, bro. Get that ass up out of here. And, um, you know, NFL, hot. You know, world events, hot. Mm -hmm. Steamy, balmy. Um, Current literal climate in our region warm very warm yeah, yeah. unseasonably Agreed. warm unseasonably warm it was like fall actually it was like this S- winter for a month yeah spring for two weeks summer from you know april till october right then we had a winter week of november yeah and then uh, now we're in the summer of November, so I'm Dude, a little. This I'm a little was like over seventy degrees. Yeah, I was getting all steamed up in my uh, little camo jacket. It really sucked. And uh, today, yeah. you know, the the fucking heat's on at work. Not don't need heat, but it's on a program because last week it was cold. You know, it's just it's <laughs> not right. Um, so not only are global socio political climates hot and uh, unsteady. Also, our northeast region climate is unsteady, so I can relate there. Mm-hmm. Have okay. no fear; we can we can relate with the weather. Um, <laughs> so, dude, we've got uh, exciting podcast coming out next week. James Labrie from Dream Theater, of course, of course. And one of the things we had a nice little convo with with the great James Labrie from Dream Theater about was Devin Townsend. And after the pot, I told you, I was like, dude, I'm going to load you up. You know, I think this guy is like the the most talented songwriter, musician, performer. He's just super creative. Super, he's like a, overwhelming, like is kind of the way I, like you can only really describe it. He's just overwhelming. Overwhelming. So I sent you some stuff and uh, it clicked with you. What's your, what's your, what's your take on the, on the big man? I am blown away, man. I, I know we've, we've said this in passing. Um, or I should say you have, and I've been kind of agreeing with it because I, I hadn't really gotten a chance to, to listen to any of his music, but you know, I took, you know, this weekend to basically binge through all of his material and it's ridiculous, man. I'm talking about any genre. He is a stud, not like a stud, like, Oh, he's really good. Like, the best you ever heard type. You know right. What I mean? Like if he dedicated, like if he was like, I'm only going to do rockabilly music. You're like, okay, so, I'll, I'll follow a 15 year career right. of his, of him doing that. And it's like, no, he's just going to do one album. Casualties. Cool. Yeah. And you're like, like, holy shit. Well, you know what? The other thing that really like blows my mind is how every track he has on his album kind of just, goes right into the next one just seamlessly, even if it's a different genre. Even if it goes, it could go from like fucking heavy metal right into some fucking serene, beautiful trance right out of that into like country or some shit. And then into like some opera, like just ridiculous. I I don't know how he does that. Like, Transitions with like birds chirping into like the most yeah. beautiful yeah, an empath, you've yep. ever heard. It's ridiculous, man. 
it, it's and, and he does all of that live with like this live, insane dude. band and like all these backup singers and dancers. Like it's, I mean, look, if you guys right. and gals listen to the Everyman podcast, if for some reason you listen to this show and you you don't know who Devin Townsend is, um, just fucking get in there. Get in there. You're missing out. Get in there, bro. And like, Seriously. dude, the crazy thing is, bro, you're not even like if you just type in Devin Townsend, you get the material that he released as Devin Townsend. Mm-hmm. He just did a career from 2005 until about 2018 of Devin Townsend Project. Yeah. Where it was all, he had like one band that he kind of, it was supposed to only be four albums and then it just grew into this huge thing and it really blew up for him. And, um, you know, but then he wanted to kind of expand on that and do, you know, not be kind of married to one genre. So that's when he started doing it as himself. But, um, but my point is you got plenty to, plenty to fucking go, man. It's, it's, uh, he did like the, his first four albums as DTP, um, are like a, it's like a concept. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. And each album is a different genre. There's one that's like kind of like an industrial one. Then there's one that's all acoustic and there's one that's all like atmospheric, beautiful, the most beautiful shit you've ever heard. It's called ghost. Yeah. And then Deconstruction, which is like just 10 songs of the most insane, brutal death metal you've ever heard. And yeah. um, all by the same guy, same singer, same guitar, you know, a lot of huge, you know, a lot of people that have been on the show. Tommy Rogers is yeah. on a couple of his tracks. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't had a chance, Devin Towns is great. Super talented, uh, you know, one of my one of my dream uh, guests here to join us in the Cosmic Canoe on the Everyman Hell podcast. Yeah. That'll be tight. It'll happen. It will. You know. It will. It'll happen. Fuck, dude. That dude is in. talented, man. But yeah, I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on that. And again, you know, next week, James Labrie pod uh, coming in hot. Looking forward to that. So, um, you know, a lot of, lot of cool interviews we have coming up here in the next couple of weeks. This is probably the last uh, solo jaunt through our thoughts and uh, minds mm-hmm. on an extended basis that you'll get for probably a month or so coming up into Christmas because you know what dude I mean we're, we're coming into Thanksgiving yep I will be playing my woodwind instruments okay oh, you can yeah. refer back to our previous episode about California's COVID-19 Thanksgiving guidelines I say to those guidelines no thank you I will be <laughs> playing my pan flute bitch yes. You know, yes. I love those little. Pa- yes. They, they look easy to play, man. All the little, you know, the. Doo, 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 but that's hard as shit. Yeah, dude, it's you like, gotta actually fucking shift and. I'm gonna set up like a rig that. with all the woodwinds I can get my hands on, and I'm gonna sit in the middle. I'm gonna bang, just and play them all at once. Go nuts with all of them. Oh yeah. Same time. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. blow it on out. I'm gonna blow them all. <laughs> the, the recorder, the clarinet, the trombone, one of those, one of those, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. I'm going to get one of those. Yep. That's the old slide whisk. Yeah. I'm going to blow all my horns. Um, that's how I'm going to celebrate Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. And, uh, you know, for that, there's a spectacular. And then right after that, I mean, we're... We're coming up. This is episode 93 of the Everyman Podcast. We're coming up 
on a hundred. Hot, hot, bro. Coming in hot. Hot. It's kind of hard to believe. And you know, Daryl, we talked about it to start this podcast here on this very special Veterans Day Uh-oh. edition of the Everyman Podcast. But you know, there's one individual that uh, we left out that that, that kind of just kind of blew our, our, our minds here a little bit. And, um, again, you know, I, I've been doing this new, we've doing this on the audio version of the pod, you know, because like I said, fuck it. Why not? Until they change the rules. Um, uncircumcised gonna, uh, these uncircumcised circumstances, I'm just going to continue to play a little dedication here and there. Mm-hmm. And, and since it's veterans day, I was looking for a song, uh, from a veteran, to play. There's some obvious ones out there. We, we named a bunch of them. But this one, this one in particular, is special. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. Have a great week. We leave you mm-hmm. with veteran of the Navy, MC Hammer. Yeah.